0: He's faster than the speed of sound At an early age you want to you get out To pursue adventures all around Things got tough sometimes But it's all good cause tell his best friend He's always there for him His here like him time over and over again. What
1: you see Hey everyone, welcome back to the IDW Sonic Rundown. It's been a while since I've said that because we had to wait a little bit for all these comics to come around because we only have two but a little bit more than we would have otherwise i suppose or something normal. We have IDW Sonic issue 63 to talk about and the Endless Summer special. Wow. So, I will say this. I think IDW is cooking. I think
2: issue 63, they are cooking. Yeah, in the skillet, bro. They're they're cooking and uh I'm I'm excited for that. That also being said, the Endless Summer special? It's cute.
1: yeah it doesn't really it's not very high stakes it's quite literally them on summer vacation but it's cute and the main issue i think what's great about this uh misadventures arc that they're going for it's kind of leaning into the comic strong suit which is the character interactions very smart I think that
2: as time has gone on, I feel like the demand for character interaction from the community with IDW has become ever present. And I think that's probably the best thing that they could have really de- dove into. More character interaction is good. It is probably the best thing you could ask for from
1: this stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited for it. So without further ado, IDW Sonic issue 63 with One and two stories. Our first one, written and art done by Evan Stanley. We open
2: in Resistance HQ. Bell, Whisper, Tangle, some other
1: random Mobians are just hanging out. They are, how you say, working on the Wispon. Belle compliments how it's a real nice piece of machine and kind of is a little jittery to take it apart, though Tangle gives her flack for wanting to break it down just after putting it back together, so which Belle does the surrender hands while Whistler was like a little concerned the whole time. And, uh, you know, her boss Groovy comes in from behind. Asked Belle if the gaskets he asked for are ready, and she did not realize he needed them today. So while everyone's got some panicking to do, they all decide to go their separate ways, as Tangle and Whisper especially head out, as Lanolin has a new training schedule for them.
2: As they leave, however, our favorite psychokinesis Silver bumps right into Whisper, saying that he kind of zoned out, Tangle asking, Oh, something I might have." It's dumb, dumb, shmum. We won't judge before Silver says, How do you know if you're working hard enough? I don't want to waste my time here, but I'm also supposed to enjoy what I've got, and and with Blaze traveling and learning about the world, I... Before Whisper just... Cuts him off. Come train with us.
1: (laughs) Okay? Hey, uh, you know what? Nothing gets the nerves out after a nice workout, I'll tell you what.
2: Uh, That's true.
1: So Silver is taken aback to be invited to train with THE Diamond Cutters, but Tangle gives him the thumbs up. You know, come on, this is gonna be awesome. Little time jump. Tangle, Whisper, and Silver have met up with Lanolin and Duo At Green Hill. Lanolin explains that the re-greening efforts haven't exactly touched this area yet, so we can let loose a little bit. Focus on coordination and field comms. Seeing as we have new faces today, let's head to the bottom of the canyon and let's get started. How do you feel about them reusing Green Hill once again? (laughs)
2: Listen, listen, listen. It makes sense in context. I'm fine with it but i'm also like dog you gotta use another place (laughs) (laughs)
1: can we can we go to marble zone i'll take something else from sonic 1 if you have to (laughs) jesus so tangle takes the lead down let's go kick communications butt duo also known as mimic is in the back taking a good look at silver and thinks that the psychic kid here will probably be trouble so he comes right up to him and says hi my name's duo and Silver says, oh, you're the new recruit. That's pretty cool. But Duel's like, pfft, ah, you know, I'm not really anything special. Though you, though, my man, I've heard of you. Is it true that you took down Metal Overlord and you stopped the metal virus? Ah, pfft, I uh, kind of helped. Oh, dude, you're like a legend. I heard you can move stuff with your mind. Can you like move a car? Pfft, that's nothing. Check this out. Then with a flick of the wrist, he breaks up a rock formation out front and just levitates these giant boulders with ease. And uh, Mimic is just kind of like, oh, shit. oh <laughs> uh, I'm fucked, bro. Oh, it's over. Uh, silver silver
2: in his uh, Riz arrow says, eh, this really isn't that much, but I don't want to tear down the uh, whole mountain. <laughs> silver, my guy, come on, chill. Ch- chill, brother. <laughs> hey, come on. He needs the practice. <laughs> I, I, listen, man, there's nobody undeserving of Riz more than Silver. This this guy is uh, (laughs) anti-Riz. I love him, but no.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. On the ground, Tangles hyping Silver up, and Lanolin asks him to move the rocks down, so maybe we can make use of them. And as he's about to do that, Mimic brushes against the back of his heel, which breaks his focus, and the rocks fall near the rest of the group. Although, quick catch, Whisper saw it through their scope. Important. Silver panics and flies in to help, with Mimic smirking to himself in the back. But as he's leaning towards this rock wall, uh, it's kind of starting to break, and water is leaking out, leading to him and Silver getting nearly engulfed by a giant chomper badnik. The water begins to rush into the canyon. Lanolin is asking Whisper Quick, fly us out, but Hover's not going to go fast enough. So, plan B Tangle uses her tail as a grappling hook grabs everyone and reels them all out with the water to their backs. And uh, she kind of uh, funnily asks, let's call this scorpion formation as Lanolin screaming at her, keep saving you idiot. (laughs) Lanolin then calls out to split up as
2: Whisper and Lanolin uh, go and destroy some rocks. Tangle, however, can't see the boys. Silver is currently struggling with a giant chomper about to crush him to pieces. Duo saying, come on, tear this thing apart already. It's a lot harder when they fight back as the water comes rushing in and Mimic promptly leaves. Silver is disbelief. What are you doing? I can't hold this. Silver is about to be eaten before the diamond cutters appear and stop the chomper
1: and the girls return seeing duo and asks where silver is he says I'm sorry guys but I, I just I couldn't I couldn't save him but our boy silver is able to free himself from the mouth he gets up hits the dab, and breaks the badnik across the ravine wall. And well, in the aftermath, Silver accuses Duo of ditching him, but he's like swearing up and down, I was going to call for help. Well, then why didn't you say so? Lanolin comes to Duo's defense, hey, hey, we don't need to point fingers, but I expect better control from you, Silver. With powers like yours, there's no room for error. He's like, I, it it, it was an accident. I, accident or not, do better next time. Which I do kind of want to comment on this back and forth a little bit. I did see someone on Twitter when this comment came out going like, hey, yo, what's her fucking problem? She basically has been in a parasocial relationship with these people until like two months ago. Maybe she should calm down. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to feel about this one. Chief. Yeah, <laughs> this is just uh, an everyone's here moment, I suppose. uh
2: wonderful. So, Silver, annoyed, angry, and most of all exhausted, is sitting on top of the garden outhouse, chilling, as it, so to speak. Before he can even react, Whisper appears behind him. By the way, I just want to point this out: the panel of Silver just being in complete fucking shock when he sees Whisper is incredible. New reaction image. Yeah, it's it's really, really,
1: really good. Screenshot this. Save it for your Discord servers
2: absolutely silver says sorry i'm just kind of distracted again i can't stop thinking about what happened in green hill something about duo is just off when we were trapped in that big fish bot he was a completely different person i saw it saw what you didn't trip he kicked you i could swear i saw his eye color change change how the white part turned black and his irises turned white whisper puts on the mask we're going hunting
1: and that's the end to our story A. Number one, I just want to say, based from Whisper, no fucking hesitation there. We're going hunting.
2: Absolutely based. Extremely based. And
1: speaking of based. Oh boy, this is what I was most excited for. So excited for this shit. So fucking high man. Our story B, written by Ian Flynn and art by Aaron Hammerstrom.
2: Did anybody talk about Sonic and Blaze being great characters and how their interactions in Rush and Rush Adventure were the highlight of those games? Yeah, I've talked about it a lot. I love Sonic. I love Blaze. I love the two of them hanging out. I love the conversations they have. Oh, what's that? A story designed specifically for me? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you so much. Sonic and Blaze are running through Spagonia together. Oh, and by the way, enhance. Enhance enhance there if you notice there are three ghosts there those are the ghosts from night of the Warehawk.
1: hell yeah this technically makes them the first humans in idw sonic <laughs> <laughs> yo where's my guy professor pickle okay look for real that was the biggest downside of this issue blaze not meeting professor pickle we were fucking robbed we were absolutely fucking robbed <laughs> Anyway, specifically, they're going through, I think this might be like the Generations rendition of Rooftop Run. The fact that I can recognize that proves my brain is irreversibly damaged. Yes. So,
2: the two start off. I'll be honest, Sonic. This is not what I envisioned when you said we take the scenic route. We've seen so many tranquil landscapes, I figured you'd like to spice it up a bit. You're not wrong. However, I'd heard that Spagonia was an especially beautiful city. Oh, it is. Ready to switch it up then? Please do, I'll follow your lead as the two rocket up the walls of the sewers of Spagonia before ascending to the surface and blasting through the city and the rooftops of Spagonia. The shot of the of the two of them just running through, just like showing their out their afterlines of like fire and like what I can assume
1: is like lightning. It's just, it's actually like very, uh, dare I say peak. The two are heading to the central clock tower. Sonic says the view up there, super worth it. And they reach the base of the tower. The two spiral up the walls and stop at the hands of the clock. Heading there just before the top of the hour. And Blaze looks out at the view. The architecture kind of reminds her of her own world. And Sonic remembers how he actually didn't really get to see that much of it. I'd like to go back and see more. So Sonic stretches and asks Blaze, "Uh, You want to eat before we go back? You want to go hit restaurant Swaz or go to Yosef's and eat on the run? What do you think? Blaze is a little distracted. Are you just admiring the view or is it the heights thing again? Neither. She thinks back. You've shown me a lot of sights, Sonic. And I've come to love your world as much as my own. Specifically, we see three flashbacks of their adventure so far. They are getting Sundays at Mirage Saloon, they're in Station Square shopping, and they're in Halaska as well, as she makes a fire for Sonic a bit chilly. So shouldn't I show it as much dedication?
2: Should I not also strive to protect it? I am the Imperial Princess of the Soul Empire. One could say I am a representative of my world, my reality. I should be doing more in... You've saved your world and all that jazz. You're here for a well-earned vacation. And I don't mean one of those working vacations. Jewel had to
1: explain the idea to me. It sounds like something Eggman would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very, like, telling snide comment. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Blaze says, Knuckles said something similar, referencing the annuals from 2022.
1: If it's obvious to
2: Knux, then it has to be easy to understand. Be nice. You're right. He can't hear me. I'll save it for later. Damn, he's making him catch
1: strays. What the fuck?
2: Okay, but like this is what I'm talking about with the dialogue between the two of them. It is a constant back and forth of like it brings out a certain something in Sonic that we don't get that often. It's like very like real and like Bla- like Sonic trying to offer Blaze like a sense of freedom, while Blaze is trying to offer Sonic a sense of responsibility. The two are interlocking in in a very unique way. It's. Mm, it's so good
1: yeah and it's actually very funny because even though sonic himself doesn't really i guess view it the same way a lot of people do he is like a very generally responsible person like he doesn't just like fuck around he knows what he's doing but on the other hand he's also trying to teach plays like hey look you got your duties, you got responsibilities, and that's all fine and dandy, but it's important to, like, take it easy every now and again. You're going to work yourself to death. Don't do that.
2: Yes. On top of that, Blaze even emphasizes this, saying, I envy your ability to balance recreation with duty. Perhaps I can learn your ways on our travels. Not much to learn. What you see is what you get. I'm just a hedgehog who loves before the clock tower gongs.
1: And Blaze
2: hanging on for dear life like a cat. Yeah, she
1: kind (laughs) of does like the cat jumping thing when they're scared. That's a nice touch. Blaze kind of like is curling up, uh, holding on for dear light. Yeah, I like the view. I did not like the reminder of how high up we were. Sonic says, well, guess it's time to go. She did not appreciate the pun. Sonic helps Blaze down, takes her hand in helping her down the clock hand and reminds her, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your time. You really should just enjoy yourself. And she understands. I'll consider this a preview. All right, I'll take that. And hey, now I remember we were supposed to grab tails and Amy lunch on the way back. Mind you,
2: mind you, very important panel here. Sonic is still holding Blaze's hand as Blaze looks over at it with a little, little blush marks. Right, <laughs> it's, it's very cute. Uh, the shippers are fueled. <laughs> yeah, you you give
1: these people a scrap like a small scrap of meat. That's enough to feed them for months, months, years, bro. For real, actually, <laughs> no. Yeah, Sonic then says, "You cool with grabbing something on the go?" I.
2: Think I I think Swa only goes by reservations anyways, and Blaze, uh, embarrassed and blushing a bit, says, yes, that sounds fine. You want the quick way down or the scenic route? Actual scenic or your version? (laughs) It's kind of both. I'll take my time. Cool, seeing at street level as Sonic grinds down the clock tower in Spagonia and Blaze hovers down, ending our issue 63. This is a great issue. Not necessarily because the content was dense, but just because the back and forth and the character interactions were good. Um, funny moments, good character stuff. They're clearly building something with the um, duo mimic stuff. And I like that Blaze and Silver are already immediately aware, which is going to create a unique dynamic in 64. Very interested to see how that plot line develops. I mean, the Sonic and Blaze stuff is peak. Like, what do we even
1: need to say? Oh, uh, yeah, it was like, it was great. It's... Ah. And also, uh, just to comment a little bit on that, perhaps you can take away a little bit of romantic implications there. That's fair enough. All the way I kind of see it is just more of like, since Blaze is like kind of more regal, she has the implications of her in her head of like what's going on and was just more embarrassed for herself than anything. But that's just my interpretation. Everything is valid. Yes. At the end of the
2: day, it's still adorable. It's still wonderful. I really enjoyed my time with this. I thought it was a great issue. Um, another banger from IDW. And to follow that up, who likes a beach episode? Beach
1: episode! (laughs) Beach episode! We've got a little special treat for you guys. It is IDW Sonic Endless Summer. This was part of a special event that IDW was doing across a handful of their IPs. Which, if I'm recovering off the top of my head, it was 80s Cartoon TMNT, Saturday Morning D&D, and Gen 5 My Little Pony were all part of this collaboration. Which, also for the record, the cover B was I believe done by Jack Lawrence, and he did the B covers for all of the Endless Summer comics. So what he did was he made a linking page, which shows all the characters across all of these comics hanging out at the same beach, and it shows Sonic destroying Donatello's sandcastle.
2: A truly dark timeline, if there ever was one.
1: So I'm going to be
2: completely honest with you, there's not a ton in this comic. It is very lightweight, and you should go with the expectation of that. However... The writer is Gail Galligan, and the artist, returning once more, Tracy Yardley, back to the stage alongside Thomas Rothsberger. This is wonderful. Yardley has not been seen in some time, but we know why he's here. He pulled up for uh, a very specific
1: set of characters. Oh, yes. So before we get into it, I just want to point out the timeline. Considering the dialogue and some, you know, asterisks going on here and there, I'm going to place this issue taking place between issue 64 and 65 so with that being said let's begin we open on tails at his workshop working
2: on the tornado before he gets jump scared by sonic (laughs) (laughs)
1: hey buddy you want to go to the beach you know catch a wave eat a chili dog a rain check dude the point is is that it's not raining tails says that he's very close to finishing the fastest build on the plane yet and actually can you go to restoration hq and borrow a spare crankshaft socket from the metal shop yeah Anything for my best buddy. Tails comes back who? Me or the tornado? As Sonic is already on the run. I kind of want to touch on that a little bit too. Tails giving Sonic a back and forth. Hey, character growth. Character development. It's good. He's learning. Slowly but surely. Sonic is seen running through the HQ. He's hitting the slide under some workers carrying a glass pane and passes by Jewel's office, the wind scattering a stack of papers. And Sonic stops to help pick them up. Comments Jewel seems to be working a lot harder than Tails is. Does anyone around here know how to have a good time? And she says, well, you know, Tangle and Whisper seem to and presses that well it's it's been a while since i've seen them we were all off doing all those missions and training exercises and they've just kind of been busy with the diamond cutters ever since it's like they forget i'm even here but passes it off i've got enough on my plate as it is you'd be surprised how much paperwork even one missing person can generate i need to get back to it thanks for coming by, sonic okay goodbye get out bye sonic is uh big thinking runs
2: to tails with the crankshaft rocket And then runs back as he appears and says, I have a uh, very important mission
1: we need to go on. Then we hard cut to the beaches just outside of Green Hill. Sonic invites Jewel, Whisper, and Tangle for a very big day at the beach. Tangle especially very excited.
2: They are uh, adorable this is a very cute shot of all of them going to the beach together it's so cute i love that they just decided to go to the beach as friends this is
1: adorable tangle sets up the towel just far enough off the tide line for sandcastles and jewel is like actually like a little pissed off that this is sonic's oh so important mission but sonic's like look listen jewel all right hear me out if saving the world 900 times taught me one thing you gotta be in it for the long haul the stakes are not any higher. But she insists she is in it, but Sonic says, look, it's more than just working hard. You push yourself too far, you hold your feelings back, you're going to burn yourself out, and then you won't be able to help anyone. So let's spend quality time with our best friends. What do you think?
2: She hops into the water. Sonic is big chilling before the crew comes with a volleyball, and they all start playing together. At one point, Tangle bumps the ball too far onto A cliff dividing the beach. As she goes to grab the ball, a trio appears over the cliff. Ah, yes. The Babylon Rogues are here now. Oh, it's always funny to me.
1: I find it so funny that Yarly has the fixation. I, I mean, it, it can't be a coincidence at this point. I mean, from Archie and now here. What's the deal, man? This this is this is not a coincidence anymore.
2: It's not. He just really likes these characters.
1: Hey, all right. <laughs> the Babylon Rogues are kind of setting up for their beach day, and they're arguing where to put their stuff down, and they want to go surfing right here right now and sonic goes to check up on jewel just being loud enough to be overheard and noticed now the group meet on the hill jet saying there's not enough room on the beach for all of them but tangle says no there literally is but sonic's like look they can do whatever they want let's just stay on both sides wave says but jet's like nah man they're gonna kill our vibe to which sonic takes great offense to i am The Vibe, bro.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come to think of it, Jewel, those guys kind of kidnapped you one time, says uh, Tangle. Uh, But they also have saved the... And I did kidnap Jets
1: Calzone another time. Oh, true. Based, 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 (laughs) based, based. based. (laughs) So now uh, Tangle decides to point the vamgers. They're the beach Vibe Rearners. You get off our beach. So Wave is just like, "Hmm, clearly someone's got to go. But Sonic's like, no, well, we were here first. Jet goes, well will prove it. Ah, 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 Wave goes, let's settle this fairly. In the spirit of the beach, which we are all here to enjoy, let's try a tournament. We got a volleyball. The rogues got flying discs. Sonic offers a race. Wave says, let's do a bunch of different beach games. Whoever wins the most games get to stay. Agreed? Agreed. And uh, Sonic does push Jet's buttons a little bit, saying, oh, we're totally going to crush you. (laughs) Incredible. Game one is Discatch. Sonic's caught off guard, but Tangle can recover with her tail. And with Whisper's Catch, Team Sonic wins game one. Game two is a swim relay. Sonic obviously taps out, and they're all mostly even, but Jet glitches it. Score is now 1-1. One one. Game 3 is Sand Sculpting. Jet and Storm built an effigy of Jet on his board to wave's dismay. As Sonic's team built a sand sculpture of Chow at the beach. Score obviously going to Sonic. Uh, game 4 is Surfing. Rogues win easily 2-2. Two to two. And now, the tie-breaking game. Volleyball. First team to 21 points with a 2-point lead wins. No double touches. Sonic and Jet do rock-paper-scissors for the first shoot to jet we see moments of them just going back and forth with the ball storm spikes it too hard goes out of bounds point to sonic's team sonic dives for the ball serving it to tangle up to whisper and she spikes it over the net 2-0 but unfortunately jewel kind of feeling a little left out she's thinking back to the moments of Tangle and whisper training while she was left with paperwork and there's the feeling of them growing ever distant as both sides begin to rack up points Jewel was spacing out when Whisper serves to her. She wasn't able to catch up in time and drops the ball. Score 19 to 20. So, team huddle. Sonic brings everyone together. One point stands between them and victory, and we are not going to let them take it. What are we here for? Chill at the beach. Yeah. So Jewel decides to play into her strength and comes up with a strategy. All right, guys, listen up. We have to isolate Jet he's very egotistical we gotta take advantage of that she's a great reader of character isn't she (laughs) (laughs) so this is great it's exemplified through some panels
2: showing uh the team using the ball work to keep jet out of the game basically doing uh shots and passes to uh storm and wave the idea
1: of jet feeling like he's left out sonic then creates a feint for jet and he baits him into it and quickly spikes the ball which tangle can catch with her tail Jewel relies on the rogues not really knowing her and even forgetting she's there. Jewel then goes to the ball just over the net and doesn't spike it, but just taps it. It falls right onto the Rogue side to jet shock. Match even, 20-20. Since Sonic gives a volley, jumping straight up and delivering a straight spike, 21-20. Whisper then serves to Jewel, flies up and delivers another straight spike, 21-20. Leaving Sonic as the winner and the wager, Sonic's team celebrates, they're the winners today, and Sonic, Tangle, and Whisper celebrate Jewel as their trump card, and of course, she's flattered. She also notices the rogues leaving and bickering, and uh, kinda does feel a little bad for them. And as they're packing up their surfboards, the bickering gets really bad as Sonic's team comes back to them and says, hey guys, come on, how's the truce? We got extra snacks, it's a nice day, but Jet doesn't really want to be around them any longer, but Wade's like, dude, just relax. Besides, we might get a rematch. And that's enough for Jet to stick around.
2: (laughs) So with that, we enter our final section here. Sonic and Jet are talking about the eternal debate. Roasting marshmallows. Sonic, of course, is a crisp on kind of dude. While Jet is a nice even golden brown i remember being at Sleepway camp and loving this shit <laughs> the eternal debate i had friends of mine who were big 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 ro- like uh crispers and i was uh i was uh, i was a golden golden boy i love i love making them look perfect what about you what about you how do you feel about this debate
1: i i'm a bit of a golden boy as well although i can tell you one time i accidentally did the crisp on technique and i'm not gonna lie actually pretty heat it's Surprisingly good. Ah.
2: (laughs) So Whisper, as Jet says, Ew, to Sonic's crisp calls them amateurs (laughs) and then uses Wisp Shield (laughs) to golden brown it. (laughs) Is that cheating, (laughs) says Jet? (laughs) Uh, In
1: my notes, I called that a pro gamer move.
2: (laughs) I mean, it is. It's some good tech. Tangle, however, talks to Jewel over by a palm tree. Today was really fun. I missed hanging out with you, man. Me too, says Jewel. I've been working too hard lately. So let's take a break and hang out. You got it. How's next weekend? I'd love that. And that is the end of our summer special. Um, it's cute. Uh, not much more to say about it. It feels like a summer special. It's a beach episode. I can't complain.
1: And hey, you know what? Given Jewel a little bit of the spotlight since she's been kind of out of the game for some time now, I think her last most relevant episode was probably like the, uh, the girl's trip, the campfire thing.
2: Yes, it was.
1: So yeah, it's a nice opportunity to give her a nice shining spotlight. So yeah, Summer Special was pretty good. You got what you expected out of it, which is the beach episode. So while that does end all the comics we do have to talk about, we have, we actually kind of have a big list. September, we already know is kind of crazy for Sonic with the final update 3 for Sonic Frontiers. But I mean, let me tell you guys something, on the schedule for IDW, We actually have four Sonic comics coming up in September. So to start, Sonic issue 64. The solicitation goes, This issue is all about Silver the Hedgehog. First, he's incredibly suspicious of the Diamond Cutters new member and jumps to a conclusion that leads him to some hasty accusations awkwardness ensues to which then blaze comforts silver as they bond being home away from home in sonic's world
2: cute sounds good
1: oh yeah the a story being done by evan stanley both writing and art and b story is being written by ian flynn and art by maro fonseca and that is technically gonna be out september 13th although funny thing it actually was supposed to be released at the time of this recording yesterday it kind of got pushed back last minute which uh, I'm going to lead into this up front. Take all these dates with a grain of salt as things go on, because four issues to be released in one month is insane.
2: Yeah, it's going to be fucking nuts.
1: Yeah, the 900th Adventure Special, which was supposed to be part of our selection this episode, was pushed back to September 13th as well. This is why, again, I say...
2: Yeah, just I, I guess I'm getting a lot of Sonic comics on my
1: birthday, TM. Hey, look at that. 900th Adventure Special. Another update is actually the main issue, 65. The misadventures continue. It's Knuckles versus the Babylon Rogues. They've stolen a relic from Angel Island, so Knuckles insists the Chaotix to track them down. But the Chaotix have a super important date to keep. Dinner with vanilla and cream. The pair are busy preparing. Oh my god. (laughs) Vector is sliding, bro. He's sliding into the DMs. Let's go, my (laughs) man. The pair, though, are busy preparing when they get two very unexpected and stinky visitors of course referring to rough and tumble who we've not seen in the comics for quite a while yeah they've kind of been awol for a hot minute yeah so the a story writing by evan stanley with art by adam bryce thomas and writing by ian Flint, art by maru fonseca i also want to comment on this knuckles versus the babylon rogues with the chaotix in tow this is big sonic universe vibes let's say that yeah yeah this has sonic universe energy I'm very much looking forward to this. It's out September 20th. And the final release is, of course, best for last, in my opinion, the Amy 30th Anniversary Special. Cool, sweet, and pink, all words that describe her absolute favorite hedgehog. That's right, step aside Sonic, and have no fear, Amy Rose is here. Ian Flynn, Aaron Hammerstrom, and Reggie Graham are back for another classic Sonic special. And this time, Amy's doing the saving. After Metal Sonic interrupts her picnic, Amy uses her fortune cards as a guide to free her friends and stop Dr. Eggman. Can she save the day? And still get back in time for tea and that will be out september 27th
2: uh i'm sorry uh base department
1: <laughs> true Real. I, mean, li- I mean
2: listen 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 guys there there is only one way this shit goes and it's just it's going to be it's going to be good. Listen. Just,
1: ladies in the audience of which I have recently checked my analytics and it's over 51%. I do not believe that is accurate, but regardless, we we we, we listen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> listen, ladies out there, this one's for you. You fan of Card Captor Sakura, this one's for you.
2: Yeah, the the inspiration is Card Captor Sakura, which uh peak fiction, zenith fiction, one might even say. Okay, but with all of that coming out, we're going to have a big, long fucking episode next month, which is going to be a return to the classic style of, 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 of stuff that we do.
1: Oh, yeah. And also, the way I want to format everything, that's, again, assuming everything comes out correctly, we're going to do 64 and 65, then the anniversary special, then to top it off, the 900th special. I think that's the most hype way we can do it. Normally, I want to do it in release order, but this one... This one's special. It's going to be very hype. That ends this month's episode of the IDW Sonic Rundown. Thanks so much for checking us out, guys. Support the show on patreon.com slash sonicspeed. We got a lot of tiers. We got free trials for all of our tiers. If you want to check out what's behind the paywall, subscribe, hit the like button, all that fun stuff. We'll see you next month for a big big episode. Probably our biggest to date in this format. And stick around for the Sonic Talk Show as well because like I said, it's a big month for Sonic. Sonic Frontiers, the final Horizon update. It's looking mighty spicy, folks. You're going to want to hear our thoughts on that. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got his, arches, he's his I'll tell you that if that is Dr. Eggman With his evil and evil plans Eggman wants to conquer the world But the hedgehog won't let that go Whenever Sonic's anger explodes His enemies will be the fury of his aggression And that will change anyone's perception Without him Him. Is there a superhero but she's his self-proclaimed girlfriend? He cannot save her, but he will always save her Whenever something is up, some kind of danger And the story goes on, it's always super fine But